Monthly Box. Boy, do we have the box for you. Here at Monthly Box, we have a box for everything. Forbes Magazine said the monthly box club business is estimated to go over $5 billion this year. Get in off the sidelines. We don't care if you're tall, short, fat, or Jewish. We have a box for you. Tell us what you are into and get a monthly box. There's something for everyone. Monthly drug box, cat box, car box, Alabama hot box. The rock box. This contains items curated for you by Dwayne Johnson himself. Crayon box, wet box, dry box, your mom's box. The hipster box, AKA the raw organic cube. Wet socks box, dirty Sanchez box, smallpox box. Found porn box, like when you were a kid but you don't have to scavenge the woods. Alcoholics box, sand box, cereal box. And for those, those who can't decide, the indecisiveness box. So log on today to monthlybox.com and get a box sent to you. So I was uh, a little bit late on hitting the record. We're doing a cold open in a way here, right? What? Yeah. Um, but you're talking about comedy and like how you like each different brand and like you, you feel like comedy is like a fingerprint and you're saying some really interesting things. I thought it'd be, you know, a good way to cold open Roadset episode 130. Are you, are you meaning to tell me that we've been recording this whole fucking time? Hello and thank you for snapping into a road soda, brother. Yeah. The only podcast that will make you a moon, a moon, will turn you into a moon, <laughs> a moon-eyed Chinaman that has coronavirus. Do you know that's a pretty bad racial slur? I, I do think, <laughs> I do think that Chinaman is probably not appropriate. I'll the, the, <laughs> you wanted like the moon-eyed thing is pretty. Uh, I actually didn't even have that written; it just came out. Uh, on this episode, we give you the down low with the kung flu. The kids are flinging poo, mm-hmm. and we do the shower thoughts too. I've been feeling very rhymy. That was really, really good. It's been getting rhymy out here. So, um, yeah, we got some shower thoughts. We got some people popping in on the shower thoughts. Of course, you guys can always write into the show roadsodamail at gmail dot com. What do you think? What are you thinking about right now? Mm-hmm. When we say something that triggers you or affects you, send it in. You can, and if maybe if you can't type, um, you can't type good. You can call, call in 706, and uh, the next numbers after the 706 are 200-1213. So you can call in. We have um, uh, our friend Grant. He likes to phone in, and uh, he actually said something <coughs> in an email. I want to read this email real quick because it's kind of important. He let me know this. This Do you remember one time when he called, and he started with saying, your voicemail is weird? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what he was talking about. It wasn't until he explained it, right? I would have no idea because I'm not on that side. But he he then get it. He says your voicemail is weird. I can't leave a voicemail from the same phone number until you listen to it or clear it out. I'm having to call from multiple numbers if I want to have more than one. So he's got to use his burner phone, his road soda phone, mm-hmm. and his home phone. Mm-hmm. Cell phone, work phone, pay phone. <laughs> yeah, pay phone to get his whole story out. I didn't know that. So. Maybe this isn't the best. I had no idea, uh, Mr. Grant. 
that that was happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is just kind of like a this is the first time we're doing it. So yeah, it's, I think it's when I listen to it because I save all your your uh, messages. I can go back. So I think yeah. it's just when I listen to them. So uh, maybe what I can do to help out is I get in the habit of listening to them right when you send them. Yeah, and then revisiting them. And then revisiting mm-hmm. them. I mean, there is this sense of like surprise that I love yeah. when we listen to it together. But if it's and actually, helping you, is there a way that to export those as like MB3s? Because we could all, always just splice them right into the episode. That would be, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. There's, mm-hmm. there's probably a way. Um, worst case, we could just record it right into the right into a microphone or something. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how we do. But here is... Um, last week's uh what he he called it in about i don't i don't know what it is i haven't listened to it yet it's great um calling in about last weekend this week's game um atone uh really thought it would be up my alley never once was able to uh to win at any of the um the duels i guess it is. Yeah. um i i probably spent three hours on the game. Um, a lot of the puzzles were vague that there was a puzzle there. Um, I ended up going into story mode since I never won a duel, uh, which meant I couldn't go back and try again on some of the puzzles. Um, kind of a disappointment. But what can you do? Um, I also tried a game called Overland. Didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> controls were clunky. Um, what the golf? A lot of fun. I am not a golf person. Uh, would never choose a golf game. Uh, it was it was funny how they kept flipping things up. Like sometimes you're you're throwing the the actual golfer, sometimes you're throwing the flag, sometimes yeah. it's the arrow that turns the direction. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, but I I think uh, not not really a Ben's game for me. Play it while you poop, pretty solidly there. Yeah. Um, good luck with this week's episode. Talk to you later. Bye. He's yeah. all right. He said, "Put it right in there, pretty solidly." Yep. And you know what, um, Grant, since you always listen, and since you know, you, I know you like metal, I have to look this up real quick because uh, I can't remember exactly what it's called. It is called Immortal. You know, there's a metal band. This is the Music Minute with Justin Mitchell. There's a metal band called Lorna Shore, L-O-R-N-A Shore. They came out with a new album called Immortal. It is so good. It yeah. is such a good heavy metal album. And I know he likes death metal. Yeah. Um, He's into it. And uh, so this is more like, I guess, death core because it has like the breakdowns, like the halftime breakdowns and stuff. But I still think, Grant, listen to it. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think, brother. And I think he might have also um, February 24th. I think that's between the last week's episode because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't listen yeah. to anything last week. Uh, so this is also uh, Mr. Mr. Grant. So this is Grant. When I was listening to the last episode, I got all confused. Uh, I want to know, how come Hank Hill is trying to persuade Fred Claus to come for Christmas? I, I, is that Millennium Book Club? I, I don't get it. Thanks. Bye. Huh. Hank Hill. Hank Hill is trying to persuade Fred Claus. Here's the thing. I'm disappointed in myself because Hank Hill is one of my favorite shows, and I can't think of the oh. King of the Hill is one of my favorite shows. Dang it, dang it, Dale. Yeah, and I can't. Maybe think what of was this. the Millennial Book Club? Umbrella Corporation. Hank. Hank Hill. Now we're like really trying to dig deep. All right, because I didn't do a Millennial Book Club on the last week's episode, and it's got to be the two weeks ago. 
when we was it Umbrella Corporation before? Yeah. Is trying to persuade Hank Hill or Fred Claus to come for Christmas. I don't get it. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm um no, we got Sorry, t- Grant. Sorry, Grant, man. Sorry. I don't uh I'm not following on that one. But either way, we're just we're just we're just absolutely hashtag blessed that y'all like to type in. Like to call into the show. You could talk call in seven oh six two hundred one two one three. Let us know what you think. We're just blessed. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. Hey, I also just want to say that um, we're trying out uh, a new setup. So if the sound is um, a little weird or if uh, maybe the volume is, you know, off in some places, um, uh, I don't think it's going to be the case. But I'm just giving you a heads up. We're trying some new microphones, trying a little bit different yeah. setup. Um, this is all. Uh, hopefully it sounds better. But if if not, you know, just let us know. Judging by what we are listening to in the playback, why we are kind of doing this. Um, it is much better. This is Justin. We're at Justin's little studio. This place is like soundproofed. We are using his equipment. He's got some microphones. This is, uh, we. It's a good dad rig. This is a he's he's really rigged this year. Yeah. So you know, actually, um, when I was out at Nam, uh, I got to meet these two guys. Thank you, Sean, if you're ever listening. Um, he inter- he introduced me to them, and they make video game music. Oh, wow. And they've they did the soundtrack for the Borderlands games. Uh, for Crackdown, they also did the soundtrack for the Halo remaster. What they got Steve Vai to play guitar on the Halo remaster, and so I'm I'm not trying to like name drop. That's I'm just really saying cool. trying to build up like the level that these guys are at, and uh, because it's a part of the joke, you have to understand that they are professionals. And Sean has a pretty respectable studio. That's actually why I don't invest too much in my recording gear because I can always go to Sean's and it's it's very good equipment, right? But to them, it's like a joke, right? Yeah. And so uh, they were like, hey, Sean, what do you have? And I don't remember what it is. He's like, oh, I got the, you know, the UA-1824 and uh, I've got these two EQs and like whatever he like name drops all his gear. And Brian just goes, oh, so like a dad rig. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny because like Sean has like a really good studio, but to them, it's a joke, you know? This is this is a really good dad rig, whereas mine yeah. is like a bum rig. Right. But yeah, I do. I did. I sound treated my whole room. I've got yeah. foam in the corners and I actually built with um, stone wool, like apartment insulation. Um, it's it's like the type of stuff you try to sound like dampen the sound between walls with. Yeah. And I built these frames and then wrapped them with fabric from Joanne Fabrics and hung them on my wall. So they absorb a lot of uh, frequencies so that there's not so much reverb. So yeah, I think it's, that... Uh, it's it cool. sounds really great in here. The mics are really great. You're you're using Logic. Uh, everything is fucking. This is going to be a, a, the best sounding episode that we've ever had, as well as. Um, and it's funny. Uh, I mean, that's it. Yeah, I think that is it. It's not welcome, funny. Welcome it's, to one thirty. Welcome to one thirty, everybody. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by ByMoodLand.net. Hi, I'm Larry Bird. Due to a government loophole, I now own half the moon. All of the front part. The Chinese own the rest. What am I gonna do with a whole half a moon? That's why I'm selling it to you by the acre. That's right, Moonland. It's an investment. You can till it, develop it. Why don't you start a garden? Some folks like to lease their Moonland. The Indians used to think we were stupid to own land. Boom, boom, pow, wow, can't own land. (laughs) But now who's stupid? Not you. And you gotta stay that way by purchasing moon land at $1,500 per acre. 
I know what you're thinking. Larry, only $1,500? Are you sure you're not stupid? I'm not. I just want to make sure you don't disappoint your kids by leaving them with something useless. Like heirloom jewelry. Don't disappoint your kids. Buy the most luxurious space property in space. www.buymoonland.net Buy some Moonland today. is your news it's the news in the sky it's the news it's beautiful yeah i wrote that this one says uh bizarre pecking incident and i'm gonna turn this for you so you can see this too um as this opens up woodpecker dies in bizarre pecking accident what is this how do i get i hate uh, allow ads just fine have ads please go away from me forever Damn, you're going to have to actually disable You know what I'm going to do? Fresh. You know what I'm going to do? Everybody, talk amongst yourselves. Here, I have a question. Here's the thing about the tell me about Tell me about this this mm-hmm. uh, woodpecker. What do you think happened with this woodpecker? So, it died in a bizarre pecking accident. Here's <laughs> what I'm going to assume. Isn't that kind of bizarre without even... It pecked <laughs> something it wasn't supposed to. Right, like and a bomb? I, w- I want to believe that... <laughs> sorry. I want to believe that it pecked a transformer. Right. And just shut down a whole city block and also died in the process, exploded. Oh, look what I did. I beat it. You know how I use it? I beat a crow. Yeah, and it took out a whole city block. And that pesky you, pesky woodpecker. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. There's a video. It's playing. Look. So it is pecking a tree. That's pretty That's pretty normal. Uh, a woodpecker in Alabama just accomplished something most experts considered impossible. It killed itself while pecking. Shit, is it going to break its own neck? I don't know. Hold on. That's sort of like a goldfish drowning or a possum suffering food poisoning from eating garbage. A sad photo showing the red-billed woodpecker's bizarre final moments were posted on Facebook over the weekend. Alabama, I don't think this video is going to show the woodpecker. Uh, It's just showing what they do. Weekend by Alabama Wildlife under the headline Wildlife Predicaments. I want to see this picture now, don't you? Are you interested? Yeah, scroll down. Let's see if we can find it. I think anyone is to go to the link on Facebook. Oh my God, what's happening here? It's just. Oh my God, it got its. It had its beak stuck in a pecan or pecan. Oh my God! Yeah. Holy shit! It pecked into a pecan, and then that was it. Pecan. What is it, pecan or pecan? I like to say pecan because I know that it bothers people. Oh, my God. So. You were like, yeah, because I've heard about how woodpeckers, their bill is connected to a bone that wraps down and under their skull and up to the back. So it's like the strut of a truck. So it presses all that, uh, all that force is absorbed into their head. Mm-hmm. You probably knew that. I did because not actually. You know anything about birds. I do know a lot about birds, but I didn't know that about woodpeckers. That's pretty cool. That he's, makes sense. He's the bird man. Bump, 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 bump. He's the bird man. Bump, 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 bump. They called the shit poop. That's the next. Uh, that's that's the next your thing. title for it? That's my title. I wish it was the actual headline. You, Me too. And if you know what it is, then you know what it is. If you heard, if you heard, but that's the word. Ready? This is a dog poop prank 
leads to road rage attack on innocent teens, California police say. Oh, my God. And then I said, they called the shit poop. Yeah, yeah. You get it? Yeah, yeah, the Adam Sandler bit, right? It is. <laughs> police in Northern California say four teenagers were injured. Two of them seriously. Just wanted to light some shit on fire. <laughs> I didn't think my friends would would die. When a driver emerged by... uh enraged by damage done to his car during a prank struck an innocent group of pedestrians he wrongly believed <laughs> so he incorrectly he did he killed the wrong people <laughs> that's, that's fucking crazy <laughs> that's fucking that is the best case scenario i'm so sorry that's exactly what you want with a prank that's that they pulled that's the prank. That's what you do with pranks mm-hmm. is you not only do you pull the prank and you trick them, but if you can trick them and make them think it was someone else so you can watch them get mad at brilliant. a person that doesn't brilliant. even fucking know. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> hey, if you want to know something, I actually, I didn't, oh, I don't man. know if I should share this. I want to hear it. You should definitely share it. No, don't, don't. This is something I know. did when I was, I want to say 19. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, maybe it was 18. I was. It's when I was living in uh, in Albany, New York, and I was flying back and forth from here and there. And um, what'd you do? I was at the airport. Okay. And I found a phone. What'd you do to a phone? Well, <laughs> I saw that this guy had pictures of someone's breasts. Uh oh. In his photos. In his photos. And I just texted it to a handful of random people. Oh my god! And I think it might have been his girlfriend's breast or something. I don't know why I did it. It was oh my terrible. god! <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! So, um, Dude, that must be a so, weight off your chest. And then Holy I just shit. I just put the phone back. And the best part was, or the worst part, oh my god, is I sat pretty far away and just watched the phone, and I saw how the dude was Darth Vader walking back to his phone. So he, I think somehow he knew. I don't think he was not the walk of a man who just lost his phone. It was I the walk of a man like, who's like, <laughs> what is going on, man? And honestly, listeners, I don't think it's uh, that is so yeah, out of your I, character. I don't think it's great. Yeah, I, I, I was really young. I did That's that. what an evil genius does when they're like a little kid and they don't yeah. understand emotional ramifications yeah. yet. Like you just you get the genius, the brilliant genius fucking idea to do something. Mm-hmm. And then you do it, and um, you can't, dude. You were you were young. You just didn't know. It was a very, know. it was a very dumb thing. <laughs> but I still, <laughs> it's it is honestly, is it so was terrible. Funny. But it's really funny to think of the chaos that I may have caused. See, one time I went to, a, and honestly, now I mainly I just want to say as a, as an adult now, I think what what I don't like is that it's, it wasn't fair to the woman. That's, it wasn't fair. You're right. That's what's fucked up. It wasn't so fair. It wasn't fair to her to, to, to send those. It wasn't right. a prank on the guy. It also, and so that's actually what I feel bad about. If it had been a picture of his dick, I honestly wouldn't feel bad. Right. A little nah, different. No, nah, I still would have felt bad. I mean, I so, yeah, cause you're, you're, I don't know. Anyway, you're, you're going in there and you don't know what. Up. Lizard lift is the Uber of lot lizards. 
Easily find and match with truck stop ladies in your immediate area. Lizard Lift takes the guesswork out of the hunt. Stop accidentally soliciting Blimpy's employees on their smoke break. I've been a truck driver 27 years, and I still can't always tell an Arby's waitress from a truck stop whore. When I roll into an Oklahoma City pilot station three in the morning, last thing I want is a large Mountain Dew thrown at me. And now you can test your skills with the new in-app game. Lizard Wizard. Lizards are always slithering and on the move. Catch them all to collect points and rewards, and you'll feel safe knowing all you'll catch is a good time. All lot lizards are rated and inspected with fixed fares and complete coverage from Pimpsurance. Everyone wins with Lizard Lift. And uh, let's just do it, man. Let's uh, talk about this virus because it's the it's it's the season mm-hmm. everyone is really you know i work in an office and i'm sure you work in an office and i'm sure you've heard people talking about it oh yeah it was it was big news in the office whenever we had uh the first confirmed case in sarasota florida this week yeah. and was it confirmed it was there was just i think <laughs> that's the funny part is i think the person had been tested and the test hadn't come back yet, but they're like, we're pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I don't know for sure. As a matter of fact, this is going to be an interesting conversation mainly because I don't think I know anything about this. Okay. You know? Let's um, tell, yeah. <clears throat> like I know that I've seen some headlines and uh-huh. I've seen some Reddit posts and people at work are talking about it, but I haven't really done a lot of research into it. Um, so it's also interesting that because of the way by which I'm getting my information about this, um, I don't know if any of it's true. Okay. You know? Yeah. Cause, uh, there's this extra layer of work that you got to do. Yeah, exactly. And I haven't had that time. Or you find one or you find like a, uh, if you're lucky, you can get a person that you trust Mm -hmm. and you're like, I trust you. You did what you, you did your work, you know? Um, I've, I've been getting all of, sorry, man, this is, this nose stuff thing is crazy. So I have been getting all of, are you allergic to cats? Um, yeah. Damn. But I'm not like, it was a little stuffy earlier today. And then on the way over, it kind of like cleared up. Damn. Isaiah is such a great guy, ladies and gentlemen, because he, I just found out he's allergic to cats. And do you know, he is so nice to my cats and dog every time he comes over here. <laughs> he's fucking allergic. Wow. I grew up with cats, man. My mom was like, fuck your allergies. Okay. Right. <laughs> I think, I think everyone in the family was allergic to cats. But we're still kidding. We're having cats. Yeah. Right. So, um, so you tell me, let me tell you as someone who's like, let's just pretend I've never even heard of the coronavirus. Right. What is it? Is it a threat? What's going on? Okay, I got to start by saying that I've got all my news, like all the the information that I have. And basically this entire segment that I want to do now is basically all the information comes from Mysterious Universe. Fucking uh, Benjamin Grundy and Adam Wright, Wright. two hosts. They've been very kind. And generally, I mean, as a lot of people know, like that is probably my number one podcast that I listen to. Uh, I love those guys. I love their view on that sort of thing. They, they're kind of skepticals about it, but they they also don't typically do news. And so, but they've been kind of riding this particular wave and putting things out about it. And, um, you know, it's really, really 
interesting stuff. Uh, and then hearing what they're what they're saying and what they're bringing to the table and and expressing, and then what you see on like when I go search for our news for our show and I'm on Twitter and mm-hmm. I'm looking at Suncoast and they're like posting things about the uh, the the virus. And uh, so I'm seeing like an actual news outlet. And then these guys that are like digging it up or finding it from certain places and like really interesting shit. It is, um, it is, uh, so to explain it, I guess it, it's, it's, it's a cold like virus, um, that has, and this is holding, this is like what the, the news outlets is, is, uh, so it's a, it's a virus that was bred in what they call wet markets that are types of markets that it's dude it's like it's so ridiculous so first of all there's there's an emerging middle class in china right the emerging middle class then leads to more people going to wet markets because wet markets offer really exotic foods and you are like uh only people with wealth can do that so it's like this leads to this leads to this right and then you have so the wet market is exotic foods like snakes and bats and they're all living close quarters and they're they're in these dark, dusty streets. You've seen Anthony Bourdain, right? You go out yeah. back and there's got a fucking bat and it's sitting next to a got, fucking frog. You know, scorpions on a stick and shit. Yeah, it, but this is like they're live and they're right. all in cages mm-hmm. and they're they're um, pissing and eating and they're like, you know, this happened for long enough and one of them's got a fucking the flu and the other one's got a fucking butt virus and then, the, and then their poop mixes together and then that rat eats that poop and it does that millions of times. And then eventually a new virus is born, right? So if the game Plague Inc. has taught me anything, because I've played that um, like probably 100 hours. It's probably my favorite mobile game of all time. What's it called? Plague Inc. Plague Inc. Okay. Yeah. So basically you design a virus. Design it. I, I want to say that I started playing it. Man, I still worked. No, I didn't work at the guitar store. Did I? Man, it could have been five years ago. And uh, they keep releasing updates for it. And there are different types of like viruses that you have to spread. And your goal is to kill the entire population of the planet. Oh, cool. And uh, one of the ways you can do it is by transferring it to birds or livestock or um, rats. Those are the three. And, um, you know, you you can make it airborne so that it can start, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And then let me get my pen and paper. Keep going. What your goal is, (laughs) and, and I advise the coronavirus to do this if it's not already is to be as infectious as possible right. with no symptoms that yep. way no one knows they have it and then you develop the symptoms later so Perfect. right now just be the, the the cold and i highly recommend that you mutate later maybe go back to animals then back to people again right. if you really want to do some damage yeah that's well hey man yeah plaguing i think thank you the government's been playing that that game it's not a government that's so my favorite conspiracy theory about this is that it's like actual warfare it is i so here's really really interesting things to think about so first uh that's the story everyone knows it's like the wet market same place where sars came from which even that was arguable mm-hmm. uh, that SARS, the last sars outbreak in 2008 that was not and when i say arguable it's just it's suspect like when you are saying that you need these rats and these birds and these bats all hanging out next to each other, uh, shitting in these back alleys to create a virus. Which like, is so terrible. It is terrible, but do I mean I'm not a I'm not a biologist or anything, but I'm pretty sure that needs the the amount that, that needs to actually happen 
to create a virus is like what are the odds like that that's it's got to or how long it's got to be going on it's got to be going that's the on. thing like, isaiah you're for, you're thinking like a fucking sheep bro okay yeah. listen here here's what they did they developed it in a lab right and then they gave it to a rat at that market okay oh there you go yeah it was that's lab created yeah the government so, has taken over well the so here's what they're here's what uh, uh some really interesting things a few weeks before um there were, or right around the same time, there were uh, China scientists working in Canada, uh, and they got fired. They had to get let go from the um, from their research facility because they were sending samples back to China. Oh like no! Like really illegal China, like really illegal shit. No way. Yeah. And uh, wait, all right, Isaiah, are you are you you believe this? This happened? Yeah, that's real. Wow, it's not fake. All right. I'm, everything I'm going to tell you is not a fake thing. I'm in on this. <laughs> everything I'm not, I'm telling you right now is uh, not a fake thing. This. So the other thing is, uh, and then there was also Wuhan has one of like two or three labs in the world that do this specific type of viral research. And it's only a few years old. And there was, <laughs> there was an ad that they had in news. It's this, this is almost, if you want to draw the picture of coincidence, like first there needs to be emerging class. Second, there needs to be uh, um, second. There needs to be, to be all these wet marks and wet markets. And they got to be around for a long time. And they'll make, there was an like, that is all right. I see your line of thought, thought, right. That, yeah. Uh, but there was an ad that they took out in the newspaper a week before the outbreak started where they were looking for a person a researcher. It wasn't like in a newspaper. It was like some magazine or some shit. Like there, but they were specifically looking for a researcher to research almost specifically what the coronavirus did to jump from. It was like because in order to because what it is, it's basically like because Aaron Wright is a I believe he is a doctorate in molecular biology. So when he talks about this, like that's one of the reasons why they're like, oh, we'll actually talk about it and have some interest. sure. Yeah, because he actually knows who he's talking about. Really knows what he's talking about, and he explained how the um, basically what it's it's a regular type of some kind of virus, but it is in a way combined with something. I'm I'm fucking botching it up. And it's got these where it's able to inject. It's I, dude. I don't know. I'm I'm not even gonna try to attempt that. I can explain it. That's I'm okay. Real loose shit. I'm not even gonna fucking pretend. And uh, but the thing is, they did take out a, an ad in the newspaper and then it was immediately pulled like a little like shortly after this whole thing of course it was pulled some guy found it and he got in trouble for like finding it and like bringing it up um and uh there is just so there is a uh, what you were talking about make it lay dormant as long as possible uh, one of the uh, one of the other reasons why there's a lot of people that believe it's a um it's a, a engineered and there's also actually been people who who research in these fields, like specific, like weaponizing these kind of things that, that have come out and said, like, we believe, or I believe it's more likely that it's weaponized. It's, it's, it's a weapon. It's not, now I'm not saying that they mm. used it as a weapon to hurt people. What, because what it comes down to is, yeah, they modified it, but they think that it either accidentally got out mm -hmm. or the U S knew they were doing it and sent someone over there and then they just let it out right there in Wuhan. Right. Here's the thing. I've been playing Resident Evil 2 recently, yeah. the remake uh -huh. for the PlayStation 4. 
And I've done it because Resident Evil 3 is coming out. The remake is coming out April 4th, I think. So really excited, been really into this. And I'm telling you, that's how the zombies happen. Right. There was some fucked up shit. They were doing genetic modifications and creating these viruses, trying to create a super soldier. It got out, made everybody real sick, turned into zombies. I'm just saying. Just saying, man. The, and, and the amount of art mimicking um, reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a like a Dean Koontz book where that was written like fucking ten years ago, where uh, a viral outbreak happened in Wuhan, China, that like took over the fucking. No world. way. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just spoke really loudly into the mic. No, dude. That's what you're supposed to. You're supposed to do. That was just a, a genuine moment of like, no way. It was like the Simpsons predicting things. <laughs> yeah, right. it really is fucking crazy. And it's, um, so that's what they think that it's, and, and also the reason they're thinking it is weaponized is because the gestation period is two weeks. So it's almost impossible to track it. Like when they sit down and the, and the military discusses, like if we needed to make something that was going to like a biological warfare that we're not allowed to do, we're totally, there's a treaty, we can't do it. Um, but if we did, You'd want to make it lay dormant as long as possible because then it's impossible to contain because mm-hmm. you don't know how long. Who who have you contacted in two weeks? Name every fucking person you've contacted. With the okay, with the, uh, you, <laughs> you know, like it's and then of course make it airborne, which it is. Um, there's so many little things about it, and then there was these the numbers that the CDP or whatever the China. Like their version of the CDC, the Center for Disease Control? It's like the China Republic, the Republic, People's Republic of China, whatever the fuck it is. The P, P, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. their government. The numbers that they're putting out for like how many people are are hurt versus uh, like how many people are infected. Right. uh, Versus how many people have died and all that kind of stuff. They mimic perfectly to almost no deviation what a simulation would run so they have the, they have like an algorithm to run like a a, a, a um to run a simulation yeah i know i told you i played it play yes, ink. it's yeah. exactly it's yeah. exactly that well they do that and and it's so close it's so close to that that they it, it has to be they have to be giving simulation numbers which um there's yeah so they're like you guys are giving us fake numbers you're just giving us what which means you your numbers are much different than mm-hmm. what you're giving us because you're just running the simulation and giving us those numbers. There would be a deviation in reality. It's too close. It's too perfect. And um, like the 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 chances of it being so perfect to the to the algorithm, it's a, like impossible, right? So they um, oh shit, where was that line of thought going? Oh yeah, and then there was a uh, a news station or whatever that was putting out some news about the people who's sick versus died and they released numbers that like look real and then like a little while later like it was like they um it was like an accident they took it down and then it was like drastically lower like drastically lower Mm -hmm. but it is it is definitely a hysteria in china and um there has been i'm just giving you every little bit of you know i just want to say real quickly i did see an extremely disturbing video yeah and i don't know if it's real or not but so picture an ice cream truck but there are no windows Uh pulls up these two people in hazmat suits get out and they do something to these two this couple this man and woman that are walking down the street and um 
all of a sudden you can tell like the person is filming it from an apartment window, by the right. way. So all of a sudden you can tell that these two people in hazmat suits are kind of having an altercation with this couple, uh, this man and woman. And eventually they get physical and they use their hands to take the man and woman to this ice cream truck. Uh-huh. This ice cream truck is silver made of metal, yeah. like thick metal and no <laughs> windows. Like a Brinks truck. And the woman is screaming. Yes, exactly. This woman is screaming and crying. And when they put her in, she keeps screaming and crying. And literally like seven seconds after they put her in there, it's like dead silent. It was like, what was that? What happened? One Nobody trailer. goes from hysterical to just dead silent. You know, you would hear it taper off in some way, you know, like yeah. maybe not. But it was a very disturbing video. And I like to believe that it's real. So you want to get some more disturbing info? I would love to be disturbed. Um, there are lots of videos of people. Uh, in China, we're, we're sending out videos. So you know they have their own internal internet. They're not allowed to like put stuff on our internet and stuff. Well, some of them are. And um, right. these videos, it's hard to know if it's real or not, but there's a lot of different videos of people being like nailed shut in their houses or their apartment doors being welded shut. You're not allowed to leave. It's crazy. Australian- yeah, man. Because like right now, there's so many things going on with China with them. And I'm so sorry that I can't pronounce it. Uh, I just have to admit that the, the you, you or like, you know, like these, like Wuhan. No, no, no. This is a, a non sequitur sort of, but, uh, China developed like that social credit system that they're testing out in some of their provinces or whatever it is that they call their, their States, you know? And, um, there's like a branch of like Muslim faith, Chinese people. And I think they're called the, it's like U-G-H-E-N or something like that. Anyhow, there's a story of this kid who went back over there from college and uh, he was a part of this group and he got flagged. His social credit got flagged. He wasn't allowed to use public transportation. He couldn't get on the airport to come back to the United States. So anyways, they're without the concentration camps or internment camps, they're doing what like, like what we did to the Japanese people, you know, where they're like, uh, with the internment camps in World War II. It's obviously not as bad as the Holocaust because they're not slaughtering them, but Whoa. yet. But it's weird. And then the other thing I've been seeing is that they've been putting what they believe to be infected people in like these big camps. Right. What I've been wondering is like, do you think this is an elaborate um, organ harvesting ruse? <laughs> I mean, if we want to... If they're putting Muslims in camps I think it's and they're so... putting like infected people in camps? I don't know. Organ harvest, like... Oh, maybe it's a climate. Maybe they're going to come out and spin this. You know what a pivot is, right? Like a company does one thing, they pivot, do another thing. Maybe they're going to pivot this as a climate act, climate change activism, like an act of activism where they're saying like, oh, overpopulation is an issue. We're taking care of it. We're doing the Thanos snap. And we're taking out 50% because it's um, in the past uh, couple of days because, you know, the satellites that monitor the pollution uh, just on the planet, they're at. Um, all-time record lows over China. Like, it's the clearest the air's ever been because everyone's stuck inside, except for uh, one certain chemical. And it was... It's not a chemical. It's one certain element. Like, a, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's fucking... Um Well, um, it turns out you're the only kid that ever shows up. You know, I really hate you. I'm over it. Yeah. But, uh, well, I think that what might help you is to know that I'm not actually a kid. What? I, I look young. 
and uh, okay. my beard is patchy. I still right. have acne. Um, I'm actually 37. What? I'm 36. Wow. That's great. So, I mean, did you go to high school around here or no? Yeah. All right. I did. Well, I didn't. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I don't know you. This is why I don't have friends. What were we playing this week? We were playing <laughs> What the Golf. What the Golf is the only way we know how to communicate with each other is through video game. I, uh, so every time I turned on Reddit and we, uh, or went onto the arcade, people were always talking about what the golf, cause so many people are jumping on the arcade and like, uh, the arcade subreddit subreddit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm brand new to the arcade. What should I play? It's, the first one's always what the golf. So I broke down, I played it and yeah, um, I got to start with my experience. I want to give you, yeah, All I, right, I here, want that. Here's the thing. I downloaded this game. And I started playing it, and I hated it. And then I saw all this bullshit. There were all these microtransactions. I was like, the arcade's not supposed to have those. I downloaded the wrong game. Oh, you did. And hated it and played it for an hour. Then I downloaded What the Golf. What did you download? I don't know. I typed, <laughs> in, <laughs> I typed in What the Golf last time we were doing the podcast. I just right. fucking hit download. And, yeah, I just downloaded it. But anyways. Like, I spent 30 bucks. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't spend any money, thankfully. But So anyhow. Uh, I downloaded What the Golf, and I'm just going to put it up front. Play it while you poo. But, right. like, I mean that. Like, this yeah. is the pinnacle of, of play, play it while poo. you poo. And this I is. hope that people understand that tier. <laughs> if the pinnacle. If it, if it makes it to play it while you poo, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily a worse game than Binge It. It just right. means that the attention that it takes and the time investment that it takes, right? It's, exactly. So, so this is so much fun because you start off, and there's a really simple mechanic of swiping. Right. And you're playing golf. And then all of a sudden you try to go and your club gets thrown. Yeah. And you're like, what is happening? After the, yeah, you 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 golf really one time. It's like miniature golf for maybe yeah. a few holes. Maybe maybe one, maybe three. I think the, after the first one, I think you never again really golf. <laughs> yeah, you just start like throwing cats around yeah. or like trying to like chop down trees by throwing an axe like all this weird stuff you know it's, yeah i think i just made that last one up but that gives you a pr- idea of what the premise it is. really it wouldn't put it past it yeah there's one my favorite level so far uh because i and, and i've played for quite a bit but my favorite How, level, what, what percent are you on what percent uh i don't know actually i'll pull what percent, it up dog i think i would probably be, be more than you because if you download you played for like a week the wrong one or you played for a few days the wrong one whatever oh, yeah. it was i'm not very far uh i played it for a good amount of time but i think i i'm trying to make sure i get the gold crown like yeah all for three. every single one yeah yeah and i think i've only competed ma- completed maybe 20 levels maybe if there's if you quit out and you go back in there's a percentage and it'll tell you i'm at 53 percent, and everything i've gotten up to that part to yeah. that point all gold crowns baby that's what i want to do um but so what i was saying I is move on till i get that gold crown even though i've played like maybe 15 or 20 levels um my favorite so far is when you were throwing the couch yeah. it was like that's awesome because the physics <laughs> of the couch just suck it's like a frustrating yeah. level and it's like this is fun though it is frustrating some of them get really fucking hard and some of them make you really think like at first the first few levels i'm like this is i'm, I'm moving through this too easy and then i realized oh you can go into each level three times so that's yeah. what we're talking about yeah you can go in you beat it once and then there's the a part like the par so you got to do a par for that course like yep. you get it in two strokes yep and then there's the crown the which is the, the wacky challenge yeah. one and um they i so then i realized that so i went back and gathered them all up but some of them get really hard and i'm like i can't do this you know 
this game is going to go right alongside Grindstone for yeah. a very specific purpose. So sometimes okay. at work, I have to use Python to write an automated process. So I'm trying to tell this program that I use for work for data analysis and mapping and all this kind of visual, like 3D visualizations and stuff. Um, I tell it to run a task. And a lot of times it's just iterators, meaning that it's yep. just going to run this task X amount of like a, amount of times, or it's going to go in this, let's say there's a conversion that I have to make um, for a particular file type. And I'm being vague on purpose. So I don't like, I'm already so you probably, sound like a nerd. I'm already but, probably boring. people. But, <laughs> but basically is, is that there's a conversion. So you might say, Hey, look at every file in this folder right. and do these three tasks in this specific order. That could take a while. Yeah, but because I automated, it doesn't mean that I'm not working. That's billable billable time. hours, yeah, baby. So then you can just like <laughs> chill and play what the golf, which I'm 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 been playing Grindstone still because I'm hooked on it. But um, shout out Nelly, I believe. Okay, so yep, I think she gets where it's coming. Mandy, my wife, is also like it's addicting. Yeah. Man. Uh, so, anyways, this game is excellent. It's super fun. It's exactly what mobile gaming should be. Yep. And I was thrilled with it. I even like the. It's almost like crappy, weird art, cartoon art style, yeah. and I loved it. I loved everything about this game. Yeah, and you're right. When you you really hit the nail on the head when you say it's exactly what mobile gaming should be. Yeah. So we're not trying to take a we're not trying to take a, a game from console. And put it on the fucking phone. Well, you know, whenever I very first got an iPhone, which was not when they first came out, I couldn't afford them. Um, I don't think I got one until like the 4S or the 5. Uh -huh. So it would have been like 2012 maybe or something. That sounds about right. And um, one of the first things I did was downloaded Final Fantasy Tactics because it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's basically like a, like a more complicated chess game, right? So there's yeah. a board. And you can move a piece. And just like in chess, each piece has certain moves that it can do. It can hit further away or it's got to be right next to it or it's got to be behind the opponent and backstab and all this stuff. So I downloaded this game on my phone and I went to play it and I was like, this is not what I want to do on my phone. Yeah. Like it, it, it was a PS1 game, but, you know, now a phone can easily play that. So yeah. Like, oh, this is great. But it's it's not what I want out of mobile gaming. Exactly. You're right. It's It's because there's... It's too involved to have your hands in the way of the screen because that's the only way you can play. But that's why, you know, a lot of the games on in the in the uh, arcade, you can actually hook the the controller up. And I think also it's almost like you turn your phone itself into a console. Yeah, absolutely. So that's like the only time when uh, like you could you could be playing the game um, Oceanhorn. And I think if you actually have like Apple TV, you can have it playing on your TV and you use a controller, which means this becomes the console, the console yeah. which is really cool. But if you're talking about mobile gaming, that means you're gaming on the go. You're gaming on the fucking shitter. Right. You're gaining, you're on gaming the subway, as a, on the bus. Exactly. And what the golf I am telling you right now is being played on buses and fucking, um, on buses and, and subways everywhere. I'm going to say, yeah, it just like you expressed, it's a, it's the pinnacle of play while you yep. fucking poop because yep. that's all it's I've beautiful. been doing. Play it until you get to a, something that's frustrating. You lose a couple times. Come back. The next time you take a shit, you're going to beat it first try. Well, and that's why it's good to have uh, games in rotation. You know, you got a little bit of grindstone, a little bit of that. And honestly, like, um, I was on Reddit uh, a good amount this week, but usually I try to stay away from Instagram, try to stay away from YouTube, I try to stay away from Reddit, you know, right. um, just because... You know, for me personally, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but it's 
it's almost like a source of anxiety and it's like a compulsion and uh yeah and really most is. of the content that i see is not positive so i try to stay away from it but um that's where these mobile games come in because you got a second you're bored dude honestly these little games instead of scrolling facebook and there is solve a puzzle so there's some people that would look at that and be like oh you're playing a fucking game you know well what's so weird is i have um family members and i have uh uh on on mandy's side specifically who kind of like laugh that i still play video games right but it was so funny because the one time I was getting teased for it um, was because we were visiting with Mandy's family and, and one of her cousins is getting married. And I was like, I knew he played games. I was like, hey, man, do you ever play Sekiro? Because, you know, I was like hooked on that game. It's like a super challenge. What do you say? Um, he's like, no, I haven't bought it yet. I was like, you got to try it. It was like, uh, nah, man, um, whatever. Oh, Mario, because I can't say the girl's name just in case. But right. Mario hates it when I play. And I was like, what do you? What do you do to yourself, well, man? Not only that, but like, what are you talking about? It's like, if you're skirking, you're skirting. If you're avoiding your responsibilities as an adult and as like a provide, like a partner, not, not, not like as a man or a woman, but like as a partner, like you're supposed to throw down and like help with dishes. You're supposed to help with laundry. Right. You guys are a team. Yeah. So if you're, if you're fucking up your team duties because you're playing video games, I would be mad too. You yeah, know what of I mean? Course. Like if you're if, doing anything. Yeah. Or if like you're showing up late to work or something, but like for me, it's it's a hobby and it's fun and it requires problem solving and and the irony of course is that I was playing Sekiro at the time which is like a brutally punishingly difficult game you know and and it's like but you guys watch The Bachelor and to be clear I'm not making fun of The Bachelor I get the allure but I'm just saying that like what's the difference between sitting there for three hours staring at a TV watching The Bachelor versus staying there's a big difference the difference is there there's a disparaging difference in level of brain energy being used sure i mean they're we just can, fucking we can definitely play devil devil's advocate and 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 like lobby for video games uh, yeah. but but i'm actually i'm just trying to make a middle ground of like look which you, you you're basically and i know this is like straight up nihilist but like you're you're just waiting to die in a lot of ways right <laughs> yeah. and you're trying to like find distractions from from your life or you're trying to find things that give you dopamine and serotonin you know so like that's what we're doing and so if if in this time where you're like hey i just want to pass this time doing something that i enjoy that releases these chemicals and distracts me from the world um i'm gonna play a video game i'm gonna read a book i'm right. gonna you know do it's whatever. all the same man. yeah and i think go that for a walk you know you know more people should try to prescribe themselves video games because my father is a very smart man but uh, his in his years since he's been retired, he does little to no problem solving, and I've watched his his sharpness become very dull very quick because all he does all day is he's told stories. He's being led by a leash of like this is the story. Like you know, I do a lot of watching TV myself, um, but I I also push myself to problem solve as much as I can because it makes me feel good, and I also don't want to ever lose it because then very simple things that we take for granted become mm -hmm. very very difficult i'm not saying he's like senile by any fucking means i'm not it's just it happens just about all uh older people but it's um it's gonna be what happens to you if you just sit around and watch tv all day you know you know actually um i know this is the arcade segment we've deviated a little bit but i would like to share an interesting story i uh i grew up pretty poor as you guys Right. probably know and uh, i never went to the doctor not my whole life oops, oops. Uh, i'm 31 and uh thursday yesterday 
uh, we're recording today on Friday, uh, which I, you're not supposed to do. That's a no, no, but right. I just dropped the zip code there. So <laughs> Thursday I went to the doctor for the very, very first time and had a physical and, um, uh, I'm in really good health, Good, you know, um, which was cool. Like I know heart issues, no lung issues, no reflex issues. Um, my blood work is, you know, good and everything. So, um, my doctor was like, what brought you in? And I just said, you know, I've never been to the doctor. I'm 31. I thought that I should probably know if I'm going to die. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, okay, so what do you do for a living? And I explained, you know, that I used to be out in the field a lot more doing the wetland restoration. And now I work, uh, I'm a data analyst for a consulting firm. And he's like, okay, check it out. You need a super good mattress and you need a super good chair. And you need to be meditating three to five times a week. Whoa, your fucking doctor told yeah. you this shit? He was like, listen, man, the thing that's going to kill you prematurely is um, not having enough periods of mindfulness, not being able to manage your stress and not having a good hobby. And your posture is more important than anything else. And if you don't have a comfortable chair and a desk that you can alternate sitting and standing, he's like, you might as well be smoking cigarettes. And, uh, um, yeah. And he prescribed meditation and it was just, he was That's like, so fucking weird. And he was like, honestly, for someone like you, and this is what was so cool too. I told him I did Brazilian jujitsu and kickboxing. I was like, you know, I trained mixed martial arts and, uh, and he was like, okay, the jujitsu is fine. Um, you know, pace yourself. You're over 30 now. Things are going to be different. And, uh, but you need to stop doing the kickboxing. He's like that type of impact and those types of hits, like you don't need to be taking those at your age and you're going to find that like higher impact sports. Um, even though jujitsu is aggressive, it's, it's not, not as impact. It's not impact like it's that. Pressure. It's like those higher it's, impact things are going to yeah. be worse for you. Um, so you, even if you get hit in the body, it still like vibrates up through, yeah. your, up through into your head. Oh yeah. And, and like, honestly, after like, I, I only spar hard at kickboxing, maybe one of every five classes. I just want to like, know I got it. You right. know, if I, if I were to have to protect myself, I want to know that like I can get in there, but yeah. most of the time it's pretty light sparring. The days after hard sparring feels like in a car accident, but anyways, it was cool. He prescribed meditation and that I just was really crazy. refreshed by this doctor. The other thing is, uh, 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 which, which I, I, I wanted to share was that, um, he goes, Hey, do you snore? I'm like, <laughs> no, I really don't. You can ask Mandy, you know, um, right. I, I just don't snore. And, uh, he goes, can you even breathe out of the right side of your nostril? <laughs> and I was like, actually, I can't. I have to move yeah. my face so that I like I have to pull on my cheek if I want to breathe out of both nostrils. And I went to lean my head up and I was like, I don't know if you can see it. And without missing a beat, he goes, no, it's extremely visible. Like, <laughs> I love that he was like He's that super perceptive. candid. Well, not only is he that perceptive, but like, I don't want a doctor who's worried about my feelings. He was right. immediately just like, your nose is fucked like it because it is my nose is very crooked from being hit a lot and right. um sometimes it was actually you know just in jujitsu someone need me on accident one time i mean I, it's been know, that way as long as i can remember hasn't it um well i mean i did martial arts as a kid too. right so, yeah you're also you know, doing yeah. a lot of so, taibo <laughs> yeah i was doing a lot of taibo um <laughs> but yeah it's been my nose has been broken a few times but anyways it was just so funny that he was like no it's super visible also you're too old to kickbox i was right. like this doctor's on a damn roll, man. he's like yeah he's really killing um, but yeah he also talked about having like some sort of hobby that is problem solving is where i'm going so exactly meditate problem mindfulness solving. and some sort of problem solving like mentally challenging thing he's like that's how you're gonna live to 70 without medications and then he literally goes after 70 who the fuck knows who the fuck knows what a guy dude yeah yeah and i don't want to i don't want to double back real quick my my the way i said i uh i don't think my dad my dad's not 
dumb. He's mm-hmm. still very sharp. He's just not as fast anymore. Right, he's not as quick. He's not as quick. It takes him longer to like put together his sentences. All the fucking memory and data is still there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just, you can see he's slowing way down. And I think it is from not flexing that brain muscle of problem solving. So yeah, that's what they, um, well, fuck yeah, guys. So that's look to road soda. We're keeping you healthy with these video games. And next we week, oh, wait. Yeah, next, next week, week we're going to play. Everyone's hanging around. I forgot. I almost forgot that we were doing this. Uh, next week, we're going to be playing Crossy Road Castle. Which sounds dumb, but looks really fun. It looks like it a, a platformer kind of thing. Yeah, it does. It looks like a, uh, like a new unicorn fucked Mario, yes. Super Mario game. Like it's got that kind of thing. So it does look like there's a little more action to it. It's not just a little problem solving. But uh, it, as soon as I opened it up, it was like right there in front of our face. So we're going to do that one. Let's see what it says. It says, uh, join the Crossy Road crew in this endlessly spinning cooperative tower climb. Whoa, that sounds crazy. That just shattered my world yeah, for what I thought it, really it was. Did. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I had, did not think that. Uh, bring your friends and see how far you can get in this endless spinning tower of arcade fun. Wow, so maybe it's just like a, I'm just going to speculate. It's like a randomly generated yeah. tower that keeps climbing. And that it's co-op, right? So right, it's yes, that you have to you, use your friends. And yeah. Wow. Well, I'm pretty excited about I'm this. I'm pretty excited about it as well. So guys, tell us what you think about the game we just played. What the golf, as well as uh, what you think about this next game or suggest a game. Type it, type it out on a computer to roadsodamail at gmail.com. Or you can call in and leave us a voicemail. And that voicemail is 706-200-1213-RIZZLE. It's wonderful. 1213. Silicolin is the number one doctor-recommended stool coagulant. Polymers invented by the world-renowned Dr. Koshi Kolonapi bind the matter in your large intestines so that your movements require virtually no cleanup. Originally developed to treat anal seepage, silicolin is for anyone who desires spotless underwear and a streak-free toilet bowl. Side effects may include acute anal seepage, upset stomach, bunions, spina bifida, night terrors, night sweats, terror sweats, and a loss of sexual identity. If you are experiencing more than five seizures a day, stop use immediately. Leave toilet paper behind. Ask your doctor if silicolin is right for you. Silicolin, a Popco brand. Uh, molecule. It's like mm-hmm. a. It's like sulfur something. It's sulfur something. It's uh, exactly what you get when you burn flesh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm and familiar with a, it. Not that I, you know. It's some kind of sulfur Look, carb something, but it's. Uh, we've it's, all grabbed something out of the oven and forgot to put our oven mitt on. We all know what it smells like. Right. We know the molecule. It's. It's the highest it's ever been. Oh my god! It's like it's what? Like tri- it's like triple fold. Oh my god! It took me a minute because I was in bit mode. I was trying to do a bit yeah. and about like the burning flesh, and uh, all I could come up with was that bad oven joke. But you're telling me that they might be burning bodies. Might be is like, I mean, it, there's where there's smoke, there's fucking burnt ass bodies. <laughs> is what I'm That's my favorite say. country song. <laughs> Dude, it's, well, there's smoke. There's burnt ass bodies. <laughs> oh, that is so. That, I'm so like, sorry that you guys just had to hear me sing. I apologize. I thought it was beautiful. Thanks. And speaking Isaiah. of singing, okay. Speaking of singing, again, this almost this entire. So not only have I taken all the information about 
the Wu flu and uh, the China chill from what's it called? The Kung flu is my preferred way. <laughs> yeah, that's my preferred way to reference it. <laughs> the Kung, that's going to be the best one. Yeah, I'm I wish I created that. Shit. I really wish I created that. I created China chill. Did you? It's yeah, good. It doesn't really work because it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Anyway, so check it out. Uh, the Kung flu out here. Get realistic. I took this all from Mysterious Universe. Um, and what they said, what Benjamin Grady, he's so fucking great, dude. He's talking about how uh, when, when it comes with outbreaks and stuff, um, you get a lot of music. You get a lot of music along with it. And I actually went on Spotify. Oh, no. And uh, you can go on Spotify if you type in coronavirus and just put in songs. They're like everyday dudes uploading Spotify songs and uh, all about the coronavirus. But what they did on uh, on Mysterious Universe is he had a bunch of YouTube videos that he played. And uh, I just went onto their show notes and I took it. So if anyone ever listens to Mysterious Universe or and and us, and it's I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna beat around the bush. I straight took it for him. So thank thank you to them for mm-hmm. for doing this. Um, but these are all like songs that people are making, and I'll put them in our show notes too, so you guys can watch these videos. Or you can watch more of them. But they are music about the the coronavirus and yeah this is all really scary but at the end of the day the actual the percentage of the actual death rate percentage that Mm -hmm. the cdc is is predicting or saying is two percent so i mean the i think the common flu is like 0.1 percent so it's marginally higher um but and if we're able to trust the news that i've been seeing recently it's basically like a hundred thousand people are infected and it's a super low death rate for uh, people under the age of 60, you know. But, yeah. you know, if China China is burning bodies, that's a different story. Well, they might have jumped on. See, they might know something we don't, first of all. Zombies. <laughs> they might, yeah. They might know something we don't. They also might uh, be overreacting. Uh, they just don't want it to. Or they might be trying to do it to take control. Um you know, because of the lack of control that they've had with all the riots beforehand. Right. Or it really could have been America coming in and, and shaking up. They're like, we see what you're doing. And they come in and they just let it out in their streets. And it won't be the first time that we've destabilized an entire country. You know. All right. Inside out, baby. What so you got here, for us, Isaiah? So, so these are these videos. Or sorry. These are these will be in the show notes. And um, they come straight from, from Mysterious Universe. But they are. Here we go. Let's listen to the music that coronavirus is is bringing us okay and i'm gonna try to get this over so oh my god oh my god So, so it was a uh, an Asian man, and he was wearing a mask, and yeah. he was just getting down. And he said, eating snakes and bats for lunch till you find corona. That's his song. So obviously, you it's know, wonderful. that's going to be a common, like, that's an easy, low-hanging fruit on that one. Am I right? That's, the, that's some low-hanging fruit as far as the- Yeah, um, but it was good. So this one is uh, someone else is doing. I think it's- I got to move this to 30 something seconds so we don't have to listen to this jackass. But uh, again, all will be on there. Let's let's keep moving along with the um, great 
sounds of Corona. Do not go to China. Don't go oh to my China. God. Do not go to China or you'll get Corona. Many people have had the idea for this song. Dude, this guy, if you didn't, if you just, if you're listening, it's not Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler sitting right now with the guitar strumming and a notepad and a notepad writing the exact same lyric. That's right. <laughs> um, then he's going to listen to this podcast and go, God dang it. That obnoxious kid on there. Uh, so this is another one. This is virus song. There's a good number of them. I think this is fun. It Yeah. Okay. Turn this off. Oh yes! By the way, this is a great pop song. Alright, here's the deal. I got two things to say. First what of all, this bullshit? I um, that's you, you know, it's not like my preferred genre to get down on. But the song that that's based on, uh, I don't, I, I don't know who sings it, but it's actually a really excellent like pop song. You know, right. like great, all it's better uh, than what that guy's doing. Everything <laughs> that that would would be in the formula to make a good pop song. That that song has it. Now that being said, um, that guy that was kind of funny. I I do like his commitment to having a different meme on screen. Yeah, every like lyric. Every lyric. Yeah. It's, that makes it really entertaining yeah. to watch. So you guys really want to watch those videos. That one is very funny. I'm also ashamed that I laughed at the when I touched her vagina. I, I thought that I was above that, but God, it got me. It's just so, it's just child enough to work, you know? Like you're like, oh, that's what you'd write if you were in elementary school. But then again, if you can imagine an elementary school kid with enough get up and go to make a whole song. And then he's it would still, be so funny. Yeah. Um, so this one is the old acoustic. Let's hear what we got for the old acoustic. Hi, I'm Black Mama Man. And here's a song about a virus, the coronavirus. Another virus making its way through the seas. Who's to blame? I think the Chinese. <laughs> People freaking out. So you get the idea of that guy. At least this guy, he's the first one with his original song. Which is ironic because the that chord progression, I think, is... Um, oh, you think he probably took it? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> give, give me one second. I have to remember. I'm going to fuck this up, but I think it's um, uh, six, four, five, one. Six, four, five, one. Okay is the chord progression that is and it's it's um thousands of songs right it's oh, it's it's heyo from red hot chili peppers it's like creep by radiohead it's like um, there's something about it what, what was it again three four five one. so i'm pretty sure that it would be six which is a minor chord four which is a major chord it's the relative major of that six chord okay. and then five which is a dominant major chord and that usually like pulls really hard hard towards like the tonic like when you hear a five chord in a key your ear wants to hear the one chord. So that's what oh. it does. It goes back to like the major tonic key. So like, it's just a really common and really pleasing um, chord progression. Know that. I know, I know it's bad. 
But um, anyways, <laughs> you know uh, so much about music. You so impressed me. Actually, yeah. I mean, not, not, dude. Lately, I've been actually pretty humbled. I, I bought this book for this band called Intervals that I really like, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna learn how to play these songs. And I sat down. I was like, man, I am not as good as I thought I was. I was very humbled. Um, there's some like, which serious- is funny because what you're probably looking at is probably like really sophisticated shit. Uh, it, so intervals you saw plenty. You're actually wearing a plenty shirt. They're very similar. They're so it's jazz. that style of music, right, you know, right. and um, like progressive instrumental metal. And uh, yeah, I was pretty humbled. Well, I mean, that just that doesn't mean you can't do it. Just yeah, means, uh, you're still got to grind it. Got to grind you out. Grinding it, bro. Just what like, else you got, Isaiah? This is the last one. I, I'm skipping. There's one, but it's all in like Portuguese. So what's the fun in that? All right, all right. Or actually, that's why I wanted to play it. I want to see if you think it's also Portuguese, but. I've said it so many times, it's probably what you're going to think now, even if it's not. You get the idea. Yeah, idea. I, I, I definitely got the idea. That's, the, that's that like upbeat, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so this is the last one. This is another, uh, you know, you know, we really want our heavy hitters to come in, our um, Weird Al Yankovics and whatnot. But yeah, you know, they're a little, they're, this is not Weird Al Yankovic. All right, but okay. It's that vein where you take this song and you make it this song, right? Here we go. Here we go. This is that's wonderful. <laughs> he says, "Isn't that, that um uh, sound of sound of silence <laughs> by um silence. uh not Siegfried and Freud?" Yeah, sure. What the fuck, Simon like and Garfunkel? Yeah, I think yeah, it sure is. And that is uh, there's actually a lot of this stuff, and it's pretty fun listening to this stuff. And you know, we gotta have fun with it. Just embrace it because um, I don't know. I don't. What 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 are we gonna do? What can we do? We we yeah. What are we gonna do? I mean, I guess apparently in Australia, this is also on um, on Mysterious Universe, but then confirmed by a, a, an actor, not an actor, a comedian that I follow on Instagram. But it's like very specific to Australia that they're just buying out all the toilet paper. Like yeah. You can't fucking buy toilet paper anywhere. It's funny, man. Like people are, are buying um, hand sanitizer. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised that they haven't started stealing it from office where i work because they have it all on these tables everywhere mm-hmm. and i'm surprised like the cleaning ladies or something were ganking it but they got that purple power you know that yeah yeah fabuloso fabuloso yeah <laughs> they're gonna be the only ones left <laughs> that would wouldn't that be a funny comic book it would be the, if, the if like custodial staff custodial yeah. maids i like it they're purple they're fabuloso is the only thing uh guys yeah what do you think about corona the, 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 um, the you know, Kung flu. So, I think that it it's good that it's getting some attention because we should probably pay attention to it. Um, but I think, like a lot of people, I'm pretty exhausted by the 24 yeah. hour media cycle, like the <laughs> news cycle. And yeah, are you? Anytime, yeah, <laughs> and anytime there's something like this, it just People are so eager in this day and age to be the first one to break news that yeah. it's so easy for people to spread misinformation because really? they're like, I heard this, so first. I'm going to be the first person to say it. And yeah, it, it's challenging to know what's true and what's not. And, you know, I feel bad 
I feel empathy for people who might be living in China and are being taken to camps and are being, you know, <laughs> communism treated. is never yeah. cool. So, anyway, so that's cool, what I bro. think about it. It's never once been cool. Mm-hmm. Every single time you get some crazy shit like this happening. I mean, it's cool at first. You get like 50 years of chill. And then they're like, oh, you know yeah. what? Now I want to kill most of you. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> All right. What if it's like, what if this was Donald Trump's like, master plan from the beginning he's like i told you mm-hmm. i would make all manufacturing come back to fucking america didn't i yeah didn't i that would be a good twist goodbye to fucking china now who's dumb <laughs> <laughs> now who's dumb now who's dumb all right so that wraps up the talk on the kung flu the kung flu the china chill the asian contagion that's the best one yet i think it just sounds really neat it's a good it is i think it's a good alliteration it is yeah Asian contagion. That's it. I think that's right. You know what? Let's not debate this right now, Justin. <laughs> Last call. You're filing for bankruptcy. The lawyer said, stop spending, cut up the credit cards, and he'll help you with the judge. It doesn't have to end yet, though. When it's closing time at the bar, they turn on the lights to tell you there's time for one more round. Let us turn on that light for you. Last Call. Last Call is the app that makes sure you don't leave any of your hard-earned spending potential on the table. Sure, the gold card is no good anymore, but how about that gas card? Or that Macy's card? That boat they're going to repossess? Did someone say unexpected theft and or fire? And you'd be surprised how much we can get you for your identity. You don't need it. You're about to go bankrupt. Last Call can help you turn these opportunities into cash. Don't be victimized by lost opportunity. Our team of Jewish lawyers are standing by to help you buy that last round. Because this closing time is going to last 7 to 10 years. Last Call. This one's on the house. A Popco brand. You know, Isaiah, some people pee in the shower. I am I am some people. I pee in the shower. But also <laughs> everyone who's normal. We think in the shower. That's I would argue that peeing in the shower is environmentally friendly. You already got the water running. Why flush the toilet and waste like six to ten gallons? Just pee in the shower. And I quote Mr. Casanza. It's all pipes. Because <laughs> Jerry was pissed because he was peeing in the shower. Right. He's getting mad. He's like, what's the difference? And then he throws his hands up and he's doing this motion. He goes, it's all pipes. I love it. But what we also do in the shower is think in the shower. Tell us about some thoughts. Yeah. So, you know, this is the segment that we're trying out. A little new segment I thought of. um, And uh, it's called Shower Thoughts. And we just go over some of the top posts on the subreddit, our shower thoughts. And we also hope to hear from you guys. We hope to hear what your shower thoughts are. Speaking of hoping to hear from you guys, actually... uh, We had a message from Grant about the uh, shower thinks as well as uh, Nelly. So I want to see what they they had to say. I haven't actually read it. I just opened it. Jane's addiction, standing in the shower, thinking. He said theme song for shower thoughts. I think we could use that. Yep. I don't. I want to make sure I know who this is. Oh shit! I've never. This isn't ringing any bells yet. Oh, that's perfect. It is. All right, man. Yeah, thanks, Grant. Yeah. That'll... I think Jane Says was uh, their super big hit that you might remember. How'd that one go? Um, I'm not going to sing. Jane Says, thinking in the shower. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> I don't know. This All their is, songs are about showers. It's the same thing. Uh, and then he also followed up in the Star Wars universe. I would think that everyone has to bring their own adapter yes. from some sort of vacuum system that you can adjust pressure on that okay. can remove waste of any type. I'm so glad that we're talking about this because I brought it up to Joel. <laughs> My friend Joel, his parents are lawyers and he's a data analyst with me, but he is so intelligent and he thinks like a lawyer. You cannot ask him a question without him tilting his head to the side and going, hmm, it matters. Right. And then giving you three different perspectives. That's just how he is. So I ask him this question That's thinking must, that well, sounds torturous. It's really fun though. You know, he's really great. I like him a lot. He I, I lives enjoy, on the fence. I, I, I love, I love the way he thinks. I like listening to it. I want to meet and him. We should get him on the show. So he would love to do that. Like he has asked me. I take me. it back. Okay. He, he has asked me. Um, so anyhow, I would um, love, 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 uh, so love for him to come on. Show. I po- I posed this to Joel thinking like, Oh, Joel's the perfect person for this. He's going to have all these different things. What like, he said, he goes, it's just one hole. He's like, regardless of how it comes, not not our assholes, but the toilet. Right. He was like, it's just it's just a hole. It doesn't matter the method by which it comes out. It's just a hole. And he's like, if anything, they would have some sort of adapter. It's basically what Grant said. I was like, wow. damn, that's so. And it was just as you're reading that from Grant, I was like, no way, man. Yeah, he's like the it, adapter. He's like that would have to be universal. Everybody else would have to adapt to it. Yeah, you, know, you, you know, just yeah. plug it in and screw it in your little fucking. And then if you're traveling and you forget yours, you can buy it at the 7-Eleven. A right. fucking asshole adapter. Right, right. Dude, that is, um, and there's always going to be a higher quantity of one specific type of asshole adapter because that alien is notorious for losing <laughs> their asshole adapters. Their 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 bowel movements are acidic, and it's just like, we just burn through these things. Yeah, every single one, they got to buy it. Every time they have to buy a new one. Um, I honestly can't figure out which email is yours. Anti stick to Instagram. Oh, here we go. This is so. This is from Road Soda Podcast. Oh, it's Road Soda Mail. She sent someone to Road Soda Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Which I don't think we have that. I think we just have Road Soda Mail. Yeah. I wonder if somebody else has Road Soda Podcast. That's how many emails have you sent to, yeah, her, the, other, to the other guys? Uh, what if at the end of it all, we find out earth is just a zoo where all the other sentient beings of the universe are watching and toying with the beast of the universe of the universe from afar. And we humans are no better than the other living things on this planet, all stuck here for entertainment purposes. Dude. And you know, there'd be gambling going on. Of course there'd be gambling. It says, uh, sorry, this is one of the, this one is more. Like I got stoned thought and I totally uh, get it. If you skip it, I was totally high when I composed this email. Sometimes people get high. I when would you leave the second part off. We should edit that last part. off. <laughs> Look, uh, uh, just throw her under the bus. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's super possible, you know? Yeah. Um, well, let me, uh, let me tell you this, a uh, very, very popular episode of uh, South Park. Um, probably, I mean, they're on season like 16. I think it's season like eight or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when, cause I don't know if you remember the very first few handful of episodes, uh, Cartman's getting abducted and he's got, Oh yes. He gets course. abducted a bunch. Yeah. Well, they finally come back like eight seasons later and they, they're like doing, um, work on the antenna that's in his ass. And it turns out that the antenna in his ass broadcasts 
to a tele to a television station and um earth is the number one show in the universe are you serious i don't remember it's a reality that. show welcome to earth yeah and so these aliens uh they go up to the aliens and they're trying to get them to turn it off. Be like, how could you put, why are we just a show? And like the earth finds out it goes to everyone's head and then they cancel the show because now the show sucks because it's right. not, it's not a reality show anymore because yeah. everyone's acting. And, um, it's really funny. Like they have the, uh, the, what's it called? Like the, the network executives are these two aliens that are like clearly like Jew aliens. And they, <laughs> I actually they, do remember they're parts taking, of this. They're taking, the, they're taking the kids to like strip clubs and stuff. And then they're like, yeah, suck my Jagon. And the Jagon's like this little thing that comes off their shoulder. Uh, and they're like, yeah, now I'll suck your Jagon. I don't know. It was a very uh, clever episode. But that is, who knows, man. That could totally be it. That's... um. So there's your shower thoughts. What was your shower thought? Oh, let's see. Did I have a shower thought? Did you week? bring one? No, I thought I chose last time. I was going to, I thought we were going to alternate. I thought I chose last time. Oh, maybe you did. All right. I got one. Hold okay. on. Well, Riff. what if all the plants were really the smartest things on the planet? Uh, and then all the, the ant, all the insects are the second smartest thing on the planet. And then it goes up all the way up to humans. So it's reverse of what we think. Um, you might be onto something, actually. Nah, sounds dumb. What if, um, what if potato is the number one food group? Okay, first of all, potato is the number one food group. It's actually my favorite. Grilled potatoes, baked potatoes, fried potatoes, like home fries. Like I boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yeah. Here's the reason why I like potatoes so much is because I absolutely love hot sauce. And most of the foods that I eat are actually just utensils by which I can eat more hot sauce because drinking it out of the bottle is not always appropriate. Not. I love hot sauce. And and I'm like I experiment like I like to go to places and like challenge myself and order like the hottest wings you have. And I like to suffer and eat 10 of them. But overall, I actually just like a decent hot sauce. Right. You know what I mean? Like and uh, so anyways, like the flavors. All right. So what's the what's a what's a real shower thought? Because these are these are I'm not in a shower and I'm thinking of these. So they this don't count. one is uh, this one's very good. You ready? What it is. After tea was discovered. A lot of people probably died trying to make similar drinks from leaves that turned out to be toxic. I wonder about this all the time. Who is the first person to, to discover you could this stuff? Eat this or smoke this or drink this? Like it's trial and error, baby. It had to have been. Do you think so? I mean, like, is there are there, I, I and I, it's funny to have this thought and forget the internet is there. I'm sure there are anthropologists and historians who know. Right. The the origins of this the stuff. first time. Well, they what they can do is they can find out the first time that it comes up in some kind of historical record, be it like an ingredient in something or like it's written down. But as far as that doesn't mean that's when it's discovered. You um, know, that would be a good thing to do with prisoners. I I mean, hear me out. Okay, I'm saying back I'm then. I'm not saying right now. Why not? But back Shit. then, <laughs> if you think about how people were treated and like the class systems, it would make sense to be like, listen, you stole a loaf of bread. We can't let you get off with nothing. Eat but this twig. Instead of sending you to jail, <laughs> you have to let us do 10 food experiments on ten you. 10 food experiments. And we're just going to drink and eat some stuff. We're gonna food experiments? Like you. what kind of food? I mean, I like food. Yeah, I hear. So this is going to be stuff no one's ever eaten before. You're going to okay. be the very first one. That sounds exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. Now. I'll do that. I'll choose that one. I choose that one. Okay. Oh, I you don't want to hear the, the... We got a whole... 
pitch. We got nope. we got to go I over want, some stuff. Want to choose that one? I want right, to choose that's the great. So give that's, me feed me ten, 10 things. Yep. All right. So that's what we do. Well, that's. I honestly think it could be like, um, like how do how do animals that don't communicate know to eat certain plants? You know, it. I don't know if it's a trial and error. I think there's this level of communication learned. with yeah. nature that, like, even if they like, I think even if a koala never met its mother it would still only eat eucalyptus it just knows yeah i think there's like this built-in thing like there's this thing that happens and i want to wrap this one up really quick because we're running on this uh shower thoughts oh yeah man we are running on this shower thoughts so uh there's stories of people one in particular about this guy who spent um almost like a year by himself out in the woods and he just wanted to kind of like try to homestead by himself and he said it got to the point where he would be doing something and then he'd go, I, I fucking need this plant, right? I need this fucking thing. And he would just stand up and he wasn't even thinking. Like he wasn't going, I'm going to go to the spot where I know it is. He would just start walking through the woods in a general direction and then that thing would be there. He would go, there it is. Like it was just like he become he become like one with this environment. Like there was this communication on another level that's not, you know, we're, we're thinking – only from a very materialistic like well, we got to fucking put it in some dude's butt and see him die first and then go, oh, right. don't don't put that plant in your butt or you're gonna die but there might be something like when we were these more ape like creatures yeah. with less communication it was just like this this known thing like yeah. it's almost like you didn't even have to think Instincts, about it yeah so anyway shower shower, shower that shit I'm Greg. And I'm Isaiah. This is a PSA for racial slur awareness. We want to take a moment to educate everyone about racial slurs. But not your run-of-the-mill racial slurs, everyday things you say that you may not know are offensive. Be careful when saying words like yellowbone, which is a light-skinned black person, hunk or hunky, an Eastern European middle-class worker, And if you have a friend named Charlie, you need to tell him his name is horribly offensive to the Vietnamese. Coconut, apple, banana. Used to describe people of different ethnicities who act white. Color on the outside, white on the inside. Very offensive. Clog jockey, disco jockey, scotch jockey, jerky jockey, horse jockey. Any word combined with jockey. Racist. Don't say it. Now that you're armed with this information, you are sure to not offend anyone. From the guys at Road Soda, thank you. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. Mood blanket cartography. It's all the rage. Mostly in uh, Venezuela. Yeah, it's it's been really popular lately there. <laughs> I was I was just there I was just there in February and they were all doing a mood blanket cartography. <laughs> right? At these like ayahuasca camps. I know, right? Yeah. I think it's a bunch of bullshit personally. I didn't partake. Uh, hey, man, you know I just what? said partake. It's partake. You could have fooled me. I ain't partake. Partake, you know what? That's mm-hmm. something. I don't... There's there's a slurry of words that I say like an idiot, and I don't know until spell check, until I try to type them out. Yep. And I go, wow, I've been saying that real dumb. 
This is the Millennial Book Club, everybody. This is the segment where we're just fucking watching Netflix. How about that? Yeah. Only Netflix originals as well. And uh, this week we are watching Altered Carbon. It's actually been around for a minute. Right, but season two has like just released. Yes, it absolutely has just released. So, uh, but we, when we watched it, we just watched um, episode one. But this is what we were going to, we were going to talk about this last week, but we didn't, uh, we, we, um, I wanted to save it. I wanted to save it yeah. so that we both could talk about it. It is, I'm not going to say that I want to run back and watch it. Um, but that's not to say that I didn't think it was like, I was really blown away by a lot of parts of it. I thought it was, I thought much less of it before I watched it. I did too. Yeah, yeah, that was my same exact experience. Okay. Um, before I watched it, for some reason, I, I went in with this really strong bias that it was going to be dumb. Yeah. And uh, I'm not entirely sure what um, what gave me that idea. Maybe it was the... Maybe it was um, the dumb name. Like right. <laughs> it could be the name. It could <laughs> the have try been... try-hard name. You're trying. Right. Or the image, you know, like yeah, that I kept yeah. seeing for the thumbnail on Netflix. But... Um, uh, but yeah, sorry, you wanted to read. No, I mean, no, no, that you're you're good, dude. That's that is like it's very right. It's like they were trying. It was like somebody else was. Like they were trying to draw on the wrong person, maybe. It was like someone in high school. I got the vibe, which has since changed, but it was like someone in high school who was super into the Matrix and was like, "What do you mean I can't wear my trench coat? I don't care about school shootings. Right, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. And that like that's the person who wrote it. Um. Let's, and who who oh when just looking at it yeah 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 like, that is the vibe it. yeah yeah um which has since changed because it was it was actually it, is, kind of a, it was an interesting show it was kind of like the i felt the same way about it the um umbrella academy it was it's really it's very imaginative like the i don't think it's like a new thing being able to download consciousness so that's here, I'll read what it says. Yeah, what's the premise here? The premise, what it says is, is more than 300 years in the future, society has been transformed by new technology. Oh, wow, really? Leading to human bodies being interchangeable and death no longer being a uh, permanent. And this is the... Well, let's see, where is this coming from? I think it's like... This is not definitely not the blurb on Netflix. It's just the Google blurb about it. Well, I got to tell you that... Um with that concept in mind, I really hope we have like a rule because overpopulation is a really big deal. Yeah. So I guess the benefit is that you can send five bodies on a space mission that would take five lifetimes. Like, let's just say we yeah. can't freeze people. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you could keep swapping consciousness and then we could get further in space. Oh, uh, wow. Unless we. That's much smarter than what I was doing. What <laughs> I thought about. Unless we <laughs> develop uh, like in the alien movies. Um, where or a lot of space movies where uh -huh. they can like go to sleep. Anyways, um, I hope they deal with overpopulation because that that would be a huge issue if no one could die. I didn't watch enough to say that they do or don't. It's funny because that's like what happened with The Witcher. Is like I was like, well, that kind of stinks. Like making fun mm -hmm. of the universe because there was like a blind spot, and then we um, you're like, well, actually, in the third episode, that's right. that's kind of answered. Yeah, but, so they might answer it. I don't know. They might, yeah, a lot of people have been doing that kind of like, um, it reminds me of the movie Pulp Fiction. I, I think only because that's the first time when I was a kid, like the first half hour of that movie had no no idea what was going on. You know, right. I was pretty young when that movie came out and I watched it way before I was probably supposed to. Um, and uh, anyhow, 
um, the storytelling is out of order, right? They show right. bits and pieces of multiple stories happening, things that happened in the past, things that happened in the future. So, right. yeah, I think Alter Carbon is doing that as well. They're, they're, they're doing that as well with like this parallel storytelling. Yeah, they're, they are. They're telling you a couple different things that is going on. And it's, um, I don't think it's, uh, I don't know. It, it it's s- smart. It's um sorry man. Uh you usually I'm able to sorry. <laughs> yeah, even uh even Dracula was doing that kind of Actually no, Dracula was different. It was like telling you way back ago and then it kind of like caught up and then continued from where it was. Right. Yeah. yeah that's kind of crazy. It's I don't know man, but the the I feel like they've done something similar or the thoughts have been similar. It's like to being able to download conscious consciousness. I just like how, you know, they, the idea of it, it's like this little disc and you're not necessarily permanent. And then also the way they have it structured by like, uh, money and power. They're like, so the people that are really fucking rich get to survive for hundreds of years. Like this, you meet one of the main characters, like this super rich dude. And he's been alive for like 400 years because every time he dies, they just clone his identical body and then put him in a in a new body. So he just stays like 30 forever. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I didn't realize he was like, they cloned him as well as. Well, that's what, yeah. So they, they clone him. There's, and there's a, there's a way you can have two people or you can have uh, two bodies for yourself. Um, but it can like, they mention it briefly and I'm sure it's going to be like a plot device for later on. Like someone's going to die, but then you're going to see him again because there was actually two of them at once. But yeah, so that's what these Wait, rich so people are doing. So that's what I'm trying to figure out is that are there two chips that are identical or is it two bodies that are identical? Um, it and, could be uh, both. Yeah. And what are some of the terminologies? They, what did they call the vessels? It started with an uh, S. Sleeve. Sleeve. Yes. Sleeves. Yeah. It's so like... It just, it just, it really, they really narrowed in on the vernacular to make it like a toss away. Like, yeah, they don't want it's ah, we're not, we're not attached. They're fucking sleeves. We just use them and toss yep. them. Like that's yep. what they're trying to capture with it. It was really clever. Like, cause the, um, yeah, the, the main or not the main, like the storyline is that this guy wants his murder solved. He was murdered, mm-hmm. right? I was murdered and he doesn't know who it was and he should have been dead because his, um, I can't I can't remember they're they're like these little chips that's like a hockey puck that sits in the base of the neck. Right, and that's the only way to actually kill you, like is to blast. That yeah, thing. So well, that, to, to be fair, you can kill the sleeve. Yeah, but, but that's that the only way, like right? Mm-hmm. So that thing was blasted. He died, but apparently he's so rich, he has his all his memories and his consciousness beamed up to a satellite every forty eight hours. And so even if that, oh thing my god, blasts, his consciousness is in the cloud storage. It's yeah, and uh, but you have to be super that? rich. And so even if he dies at, at worst, he loses two days. And because it, the person killed him right at like the 47th hour, he doesn't remember who killed him. So uh, that's why he's hired this like super ex, the super soldier ex guy to like solve his murder. Right. Right. It's really, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the, you know, I'm not really spoiling much. I mean, that's pretty much it's the first episode. But I think it's, um, I put the second one on. I just let it play. I wasn't um, really watching. But it's definitely something I'll watch again. If you're into that kind of thing, like 
a little bit of sci-fi, a little bit of gun, great storytelling. Um, I would say must watch, but at the same time for most people, just if it's there, if someone's like, you want to check this shit out, mm-hmm. check it out. I really enjoyed the combat. Um, you know, like they showed some really cool, like grappling style takedowns yeah. and stuff. And even whenever they go to wake the guy up and they can't pull his like throat tube out after he pulls it out himself, he puts the guy in a very, very common jujitsu maneuver, right? Where like you have your, your knee on belly position. So you're pinning someone's on their back and you're pinning their kind of like from their stomach to their sternum with your shin. Right. Uh, and then you, with your arm that's closest to their head, you grab their shoulder and you drive your elbow to the floor. So that would, you do that over their throat. So it would keep their head turned the wrong direction. Uh-huh. So they can't turn towards you. And, and that limits the, you know, the spine's mobility. So that weakens them. And then you have your knee on their stomach, which is also every time they take a breath out, it's making it harder for them to breathe in. It's almost like an anaconda. And that's what the guy did when they, whenever they were trying to wake him up and he reacted. And I was like, Oh man, he did that really well. He did it well. (laughs) That that was cool. So I always like seeing things that have a little more realistic fighting. You know, I don't get me wrong. Like I watch it man a thousand times. I love crazy Kung Fu movies, but, um, it's exciting when there's a little like realism. Yeah. It's exciting because you're like, I mean, maybe it could happen. Maybe, you know. Yeah. And even though he is like an apex human, right? Like military grade. That is their, their what they're going for. Yeah, of course, yeah. he's white. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> as when it started, he's like an Asian guy. And right. I was, and my first thought was, oh my God, is this, is there going to be an Asian main character? Like an Asian lead, I was like, right? bold move, Netflix. Yeah. 10 minutes later, he's fucking dead. He's a tall white guy. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny too. Cause it's like, why couldn't they actually, this is really interesting. Isaiah. Why couldn't they have reversed it? Because why couldn't you know he why. have been white and nah, then died why. and then been the Asian Dumb question? You know what it reminds me of is in master of none. The Aziz Ansari, uh, from Netflix, which I don't know if you've ever done that for the NBC, but it's like, Aziz Ansari. Oh no. What's it called? Masters of none. Masters it's, of none. That's it's, like his, yeah, his, his kind of Louie, right? Yeah. And uh, he has a show or he has an episode in that show where he's going out for a part and his other guy's going out for a part. It's his friend and they're both Indian and they both get the part or like they're, they're both kind of finalist or something along those lines. The point is it comes down to that. They won't let both of them be on the show. And they were like, why? And they said, well, because then it's an Indian cop show. <laughs> it's not a cop show anymore. It's an it Indian takes, cop baby. show. And uh, I thought, man, that's, true yeah but but i i never you know i i, I never that sucks uh, what a, what a shitty experience you know that's just the perception man and it's it's so much of like chicken or the egg okay listen i just want to say real quick if you guys on the mics they shouldn't pick it up but There's if you hear anything weird my cat alira she's a bingo sounds like she's i didn't a heat, buy a bingo first off okay like i went to the animal shelter and i just i just got this cat and she Why had some really you? weird behavior and like her markings are really weird. And so it turns out that she's a Bengal and they're like, they're pretty wild. She's yeah. very active. This cat you is 11 years old. Cat, <laughs> yeah. She looks like a panther really. And, uh, or a Jaguar. Jaguar. And, uh, anyway, she's running around screaming uh-huh. and this is not really interesting for podcast listeners, but I just, you know, I mean, we hear, we hear loud and loud. Yeah. And, and it's she that really like guttural, like she's yeah, looking for she's dick, wild. bro. She's looking for she's dick. Looking for LFD baby. Dude. LFD. <laughs> Anyhow, if you hear any weird noises, uh, I cat. don't apologize because they're super cool. We'll deal with it. Podcast. You know, I want to mention real quick about anybody that buys a cat is a dumb idiot, dude. You just put some <laughs> cat food outside for 10 minutes and get a there free will cat. be a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get <laughs> a free cat. Why would you even go down and buy one? What a racket. Or plant catnip. 
playing cat. The whole stray cat neighborhood will be all in your backyard. Yeah, but you don't want those junky cats. Yeah, I I do. I like them. (laughs) All right. Trying to um, get that. But anyways, okay, so for me, I'd also say watch it if it's there. I think this is going to be a show. Um, I watched the first episode alone. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to try to watch it with Mandy. And if she likes it, I think this might go in like the Rolodex. And so, yeah. you know, for, for me, when I'm alone, you know, I make music or I play video games. And when Mandy's alone, like, you know, she paints sometimes or she like will watch the shows she wants to watch. Yeah. Um, so it's when we come together, we try to find shows that are in the Rolodex that we both have a common interest in. And so if I don't like it and she does, it's like, yeah, watch that on your that's own, vice my, versa. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. Cue is the, because it's my, I like watching things with people. It's like. Yeah, because it, it also it gives us stuff to talk about, you know, yeah. like, um, you it's know, we experience. We, yeah, we get, we get to watch shows together and, and discuss them, what we liked and what we didn't like, you know. And that's why actually it's funny because. Um, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel when she first started training jujitsu with me. Cause in a lot of ways that was kind of like my escape from the world, yeah. uh, but it actually, it's been great. She's been training three years now with me That's so fucking cool. and, uh, and it's pretty fun to like go out to breakfast with my wife and talk about like jujitsu jiu-jitsu stuff, stuff, you know, like planning that and is, working. and there's a common interest. Like it's obviously once you do it for three years, that's, that's it. It's a party. Yeah. She's, you're a lifer. She's yeah. a lifer. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so watch it if it's there. Watch it if it's there. I think that's solid in there. And um, I think you know who you are if that's, if it's something you probably already watched it, honestly. If, it's, if you like The Matrix, yeah, you'll probably, probably dig this shit. get a chance to dig this, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, that's a really good. Um, so the next week, next week, what we're going to watch is we're going to watch The Goo Lab, which I, was I, I thought it was called The Goop Factory. <laughs> I think it's the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to watch this. I'm excited to watch this mainly because um, there was a lot of controversy on Reddit about it about two weeks ago. And um, this is not something I would normally That's be interested in, but I'm, really? I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. Because I was looking, I'm, I've been perusing a little more about uh, about the Reddit. Yeah. Maybe it was just one day that I didn't because that's all it takes is if you don't, if you don't watch it for one day, everything's cycled through. Yep. Um, yeah. So I want to read it. Leading with curiosity, Gwyneth Paltrow and her group team to uh, team look at psychedelics, energy work and other challenging wellness topics. Well, here we go. Yep. Is this really what I want to do? Because I wanted to watch something super like reality tv show and i clicked reality yeah you TV wanted to watch like goop junk fa- well, goop fact. i you want know, to watch like i even suggested the queer eye for the straight guy all right next week we'll do queer eye let's actually do it we'll do queer eye next week hey have you ever done master of none on the millennial book club i don't think you have i don't think so all right yeah i've got to uh we got to do that in we a can toss weeks. it in the queue yeah we'll toss it in the in the nbc rolodex everything will eventually get Get, be gotten to I mean there's no you know uh, this is a call to action to the people you tell us what you're interested what you in what do you want to watch do you want to watch you know sorry do you not like our choice yeah, well, yeah. I'm just trying to shoot out in the dark because this is this is not something I would pick up on my own it's going to be really fun Isaiah it's going to be really good for conversation I'm excited that's, for next week that's all that really matters and yeah. uh, if you want to write into the show you can like he just uh, like Justin just mentioned and tell us what you want to watch or maybe tell us what you think about what we have watched and that's roadsodamail at gmail.com. And uh, you can also call. You can yeah. also call into the show and leave mail, leave a voicemail. It's 706-200-1213. That is our phone number. And uh, thank you very much.
what uh, that was it man there was um that was the best sounding one that we've ever done went down nice and smooth went down too smooth as always and that's what's the next one gonna sound like scary to me we'll find out we'll find out what you, you guys learn? hopefully we'll find out by listening again all right so what's up i asked you what do you learn because i felt i got scared that you might ask me first i learned <laughs> so i learned that my music career has not really taken off yet because i have not taken advantage of worldwide viral worldwide viral news i haven't yeah. made a coronavirus song or yeah. like a uh, hey you killed o- osama song yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't make a uh, French Revolution song, like all the things that have been going on recently. Right. So I think that's pretty much what's happening here. So. I think, and you know what? It's never too late. You can always capitalize on the next horrible thing. You know what I learned? That you have a deep, deep diabolical uh, past. Yeah. Where um, you know as. <laughs> As a 19-year-old, you're basically an evil genius. Yeah, that was just uh, destroying relationships, and <laughs> it was terrible, man. I really feel badly about it. Um, insofar as I almost didn't want to tell the story because I didn't want people to listening to like judge me or like maybe they don't, you know, they would associate your podcast with something shitty. But like nah, honestly, don't even. I mean, we all grow, we all make mistakes. You know, I definitely recognize why it was wrong. I'm not bragging that yeah. I did it. It is funny. The situation is funny, um, you know. It is funny, but um, but yeah. anybody that, when that my dog is like playing the drums right now. By the way, guys, we forgot to mention in the intro. It's actually three guests today. Isaiah joined with with Justin Mitchell, his sometimes co-host, and also my dog Willow. She's Willow been chilling the, the time. She's and honestly, she's been great. Yeah, she hasn't caused any trouble. Don't start fucking it up now, dog. But now she's trying to play my drum kit. So there we go. Well, All right. Well, man, this has been it. That was the. Uh, that was a great one. And I hope to catch everybody next week. Don't forget your assignments. The Millennial Book Club. You're going to be watching the, the Goo Lab. The Goo Log. <laughs> I think it's the Goo Lab, right? I wrote it the down. The Goop Factory. The Goop Factory. That's what you thought it was. No, it is the Goo Lab. That is, it sounds too much like the Goo Log. Anyway, and, uh, and that's going to be in the Millennial Book Club and in the arcade. We're playing Prancy P- Princess Pony. <laughs> I forgot the name of that one. Something about something castle. You're right. I think it is fancy prancy Christmas castle. Yep. Pansy pansy prancy castle on the seven teen dwarf hands. Helping hands. Crossy road castles. The yep. name of the thing. Everybody, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. And uh but wait. Go to bed early.